Welcome to See and Free Studio, a show all about discovering your unique, special, and different. I call it your USD. And I thought the best thing to do was to tell you a little bit about why this was so important to me. What is a unique, special, and different, a USD? And why do I want to share it with the world? I'm Jen, and I had to go through a period of trying to figure out what made me unique, special, and different, and how it guided my decisions, it helped shape my career, and it helped me kind of figure out life, uh, especially the bad times. It helped me kind of get through those because it was something that came naturally to me. But for a long time, I didn't know what it was. I didn't know what to call it. I didn't even see it in myself. So let me tell you a little bit of a story about how I got to figure out my USD. I would tell you as a kid, I was always somebody that was super interested in people's stories. I loved listening to what people, you know, how they grew up, what they thought, why they behaved the way they did. I saw the whole world as this cast of characters in my movie, whether it was a drama or a comedy or a mystery. That's how I saw the world. And there was no judgment about it. I was just enjoying being around people. It started when I was younger, and it continued on as I got older. I worked a lot with kids, kids on drugs, kids in juvenile detention, and I would help them see that even though they were having a rough time, there was a world that was better for them if they could just figure out what they saw in themselves, that value that they had. As I grew older, I had many opportunities in the professional world to continue on with my love of people. I got to work with some of the best leaders in the world. I was trained by these fantastic gurus. Anybody that wrote a book, I got to go to their class and learn from them. And I became a coach myself, a coach and a consultant. And I was really good at staying behind the scenes and helping leaders figure out what made them unique and special and help them be more effective. But at the end of the day, I was really comfortable being behind other people, working with people who felt very confident in themselves. And while I felt confident in what I did, I didn't see myself as a leader. So that brings me to my story. How did I figure out what leadership meant to me and what made me tick? It started uh, in Mexico City many years ago. I was there working and my boss called me and said, Jen, you've got a scholarship for this great leadership program. I cannot wait to send you. And I thought she was kidding because I was somebody that was teaching leadership programs. What on earth did I need to do going to this leadership program? Was it just to kind of reinforce my training methods, learn some new, new ideas? I wasn't quite sure, but she said, get on a plane and I expect you to be in Colorado next week. Fast forward to me on this uh, biplane, one of these tiny little planes up in the Rocky Mountains, horrible t turbulence. Here I land in beautiful Steamboat Springs, Colorado, at a place called Home Ranch. It was a program put on by Conversant, so I'm putting a shout out to the Conversant team for this program. And it was all about trying to figure out your credibility, your influence, and your impact as a leader. And there I was, up there with all these fantastic business leaders, people from different professional fields, all seeking out you know, a better understanding of what made them tick as leaders. The first night, we had one of those typical conference cocktail mixers. And everybody was sitting around, name badges on, meeting and greeting, talking about their careers and their titles and all the things that they'd achieved in their life. And I sat off in the corner. 
I sat there observing the group as I'd done many years uh, in my life. I tended to be that kind of person that would be on the sidelines watching and observing and taking everything in. And there I was again. I was sitting there kind of thinking, I'm here to audit this program. It must be that. I'm certainly not participating. The next day, they told us why we were at a horse ranch up in Steamboat Springs. This was not a typical business you know, conference where you go and sit in a conference room at some stuffy hotel eating bagels and uh, spending your evenings watching bad TV. This was at a really beautiful ranch. And the horses uh, were very well trained. And I thought, why are we here? And they said, well, you're here to learn from the horses. Horses are very empathetic animals. And they do what you want them to do. They intuit what you're feeling. They know whether or not you intend to do something or not do something. That is how they are. They are herding animals with very strong instincts. So I'm from Texas. They decided to assign me to a horse named Dallas. Dallas and I, we got along. I mean, you know, I thought for sure I can ride horses. I'm from Texas. That's what we do. We're just born cowgirls out here. So there I was with Dallas on our very first day. And all we had to do was a trail ride. If anyone's ever done a trail ride, it's literally nose to ass on a horse and you just follow along. There I got onto Dallas and Dallas didn't go anywhere. You know, I know some basic techniques about how to get a horse to move, and Dallas wasn't going. All the other horses, all the other riders, they got in line, and we were still sitting there at the stables. The ranch hand generously got down off his horse, came over, grabbed the bridle, and put Dallas in line. The next day, we come to the stables again. Dallas and I, I feel like we've got a connection. Everybody gets in line. Dallas doesn't go. We're sitting there. I'm feeling a bit awkward at this point. And finally, the ranch hand gets down again off his horse. And he comes over and he looks at me and he says, so you don't want to be here? And I thought, no, I don't. I don't want to be here. (laughs) I don't know what leadership means to me. And I don't want to put myself out there. I'm used to being behind the scenes. That's where I'm comfortable. And he said, well, if you don't want to be here and you don't want to go, Dallas won't go. And so he offered once again to put Dallas in line. And I made up my mind at that moment that I was going to be better for Dallas, that it was not about me at this point, that it was about us and it was about him. And he deserved to go out into the pastures with the other horses and do all of these amazing feats. By the end of the week, we were kicking ass. We were galloping through the field. We were doing all these barrel races. We were herding little baby calves into this tiny little pen. I was super proud of us. We were, I felt, one of the better teams together throughout the week. And then we took our final final trail ride up the mountain. And I noticed the entire week that many of the horses had been kicking Dallas, biting him. He had little patches of hair missing off of his, uh, off of his body. And I talked to that same ranch hand and I said, you know, I've had a great week with Dallas. I'm really proud of how far we've come, but I don't understand why all the other horses are so mean to him. And he said to me, well, Jen, that's because Dallas has actually never left the stables. I said, excuse me, how on earth did that happen? He said, we've had Dallas for three years. 
He was a solo horse. He belonged to an elderly woman, and he was around people. He'd never been around other horses. Horses in general have pasture mates. They hook up with another horse, and they're best friends for life. But Dallas didn't have a pasture mate. So Dallas had actually never left the stables in his time at the ranch. He had a best friend, the donkey, who stayed in the stables. So when I reflected on that moment, I realized that, yes, I saw leadership for me and what I thought made me unique as seeing and freeing the best in others. And that's what drove me during that time to bring Dallas uh, with me on that journey to get him out of the stables. It was all about me helping him, but I didn't realize just how much he helped me. He helped me realize that that was my unique, special, and different to see and free the best in others. That's what drove me. It came naturally. It's what motivates me every single day and every single aspect of my life. And he reminded me of that. And he also taught me that that is leadership for me. My leadership is not about sitting on a throne somewhere. It's not about being a benevolent dictator. It's about seeing and freeing the best in others. Sometimes I lead from the side. Sometimes I lead from the outside. But I'm leading because I'm just trying to bring out the best in other people. And so that's the genesis of see and free. It's Dallas and everything he taught me in the mountains that day. Uh, in that week, you know, we became uh, very close as a result. But what was really rewarding for me was seeing him run with the other horses out into the pasture at the end of the week. While it was extremely emotional to let go of my buddy, it was pretty amazing to see that he'd gotten the confidence he needed to join his friends. And with that, I hope that See and Free Studio can do that for many of you, that you'll have the same kind of personal breakthrough that I've had. I've had a very successful career and I've really enjoyed my work, but now I work for different reasons. I work because I am so committed to seeing and freeing the best in others. And I hope I bring that home with me in my parenting and meeting new people and helping the community. It's just who I am and I had to own it. It wasn't just about my job. It's about me being me all the time in every situation. And I want other people to find that for themselves. If you're an entrepreneur and you're trying to start a business and you're super passionate, you got to find that thing that makes you tick because you're going to have lots of rejections. If you're somebody just trying to make a career change, you don't love what you do. You're doing it for a buck. It's time to find that thing inside you that truly drives you. Maybe you're just having a rough time or you want a better outlook on life. I want you to find that here at Sea and Free Studio. And I've brought together some entirely amazing people that I think you'll love. They are super authentic, cool, and they've managed to tap into what makes them tick. They're unique, special, and different. And some of them have even made careers out of it. So each week you're going to meet somebody new. And we're also going to have See and Free University, which is a way to learn some of the concepts. These aren't my concepts. They're not my ideas. They're just some of my favorite things I've learned and reflected on over time. And I want to bring them to you and share them with you. So I hope you'll join me every single week when we're together and go through this journey with me. Uh, I still stay inspired by learning from other people, and I hope you will too. So with that, I hope that you have your Dallas moment and that you find your unique, special, and different. 
please subscribe. You can visit us at CN Free Studio on YouTube or LinkedIn. Hope to see you there.